What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 75 of the 1% Podcast. It's been a very hectic last month with work and everything and the housing market heating up a little bit with everything going crazy, so it's been very, very tough for me to schedule uh, interviews with um, all that going on and a lot of stuff happening in the real estate world, going out of town, got a lot of stuff with work. I can make all the excuses I want, but just been tough to schedule interviews with my schedule and other people's schedules, so... Got Nina with me again today. To, <laughs> so uh, the second option is here. Uh, not per se, but you're good. You're good filling. You've been good guest, <laughs> good guest on the podcast before, so we're gonna have her sit in and talk with me for a little bit for about ten minutes on uh, the real estate market, what's going on, setting some second half of the year goals, and uh, hopefully keeping each other accountable. And uh, hopefully you guys are doing the same thing with yourself and uh, your significant other if you have one. So what's up? <laughs> Thanks for having me. You have been chaotic energy lately. I have been. I've been very all over the place with work yeah. and with work everything. is crazy though. This time of year, everyone's moving, especially to get into like the next school district or whatever. It may be people's leases ending. So yeah, we've been super busy. We've just been like, you know, crossing paths here and there. <laughs> I haven't even seen you in like a couple of days. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, especially with the marathon training and doing all that other stuff. And then I'm about to start coaching football at nyo coaching sixth and seventh grade football go chiefs so it's going to get a little bit more hectic but it's uh it's been good but just kind of stressful of late a crazy time of life yeah but all in good ways we're about to un unplug for a little bit at the beach yep. in a week yep. so that'll be nice and we've got the lake this weekend for the fourth yep best holiday out there fourth of july well, and just the placement this year is fabulous. Tuesday, a Tuesday, it's like going to the lake on Sunday, coming home Tuesday night. Yeah, and honestly, if we were feeling really crazy and we didn't have plans on Saturday, we could go Friday. I mean, that is a long weekend. That is a long weekend. So yeah, we're gonna go to the Braves game on Saturday. So Braves are freaking crushing it. They're they've won like twenty of their last twenty three games. It's been crazy, but um, hopefully the Braves will keep doing well. But yeah, I mean, you guys, you've been crushing it in real estate. I'm proud of you. Thank you. We hit our we hit our full year goal in half of a year after today because we just got someone else under contract. So our goal was six contracts together this year. We just did. Have we done six? Yeah, that's our sixth. Cool. So we hit our our full year goal in half the year. So we're gonna have to got to double it. Got to double it. So we're going twelve. We'll put that out there. We're you had said ten yesterday when we were, or the other day we were talking about second half of year goals. You said ten. Now so we're going twelve. Twelve. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going well. We got to make some money in this household because you're expensive. Um, but anyway, what have you been doing that's successful? Let's hear it. What have I been doing that's successful? Yeah, um, I mean, you've been killing it. You've got your own clients now. I mean, I know you work with your mom, but you've closed now four or five of your own own people and now we're getting to the point where we've got several other people in the pipeline. Got another contract today. Got some people under contract together yeah. um what have you been doing that's been successful i'm proud of you um, so i want to hear about it thank you i don't know if it's any one thing i think the biggest thing that i've tried to do since coming into my mom's business is like organizing things and having sort of a method to the madness it's very you know chaotic industry and you can feel like you're being pulled a million different ways and so I try to manage, you know, our pipeline and make sure our follow-up and everything is consistent. So, like, these clients that we just got under contract today are people that we've been 
steadily working with since I started full time with my mom, like, you know, two almost two years ago. So just always, you know, making it known that we're still out there looking for them, sending them listings, even, you know, they kind of went ghost for a little bit, which is fine, because people will respond when they want to and when they're ready. So just making ourselves I feel like available. And now now they're ready. And here we are. And you saw two houses in your under contract, so that worked out very quickly after a two-year waiting period, basically. Yeah, it's funny how people are. It's like, like I said, when they're ready, they'll be ready, so just don't force it. And I don't know, we just try to keep relationships with people regardless of, you know, a transaction. Like, I don't care if you buy a house with me tomorrow or in two years, I'll still, you know, follow up. And, you know, we saw them at the Braves game. I guess that was last season now, Mm -hmm. but... I don't know, just staying in front of people, I think, is important. Yeah, no, 100%. Good people, too. So it's nice that we get to work with some good people. Obviously, there's people here and there that are not the best, but for the most part, <laughs> I feel like we got great clients as well. So it's been uh, it's been good. But I feel like the systems and like the method to the madness, that's something that I've tried to work on in my business, too, because I'm very unorganized. I literally write down a to-do list half the time on things I have to do. And... I've tried to get more systematized by using Asana. So if anybody's heard of Asana, it's kind of a uh, lead lead generation software or not even lead generation software, but it just keeps your tasks in order and you can move them from one spot to another. So obviously in our business, we have leads. Then once you get a lead on the phone, you have a conversation, we have an initial call that we do, take some notes, and then you can move them into the application stage and they fill out an application, let them know or let you know, you know, what you talked about in your last conversation, you know, what they like to do. I always ask an icebreaker, what do you do for fun? Some people think it's really weird and some people actually really, really like it when I ask that. I actually asked some guy that the other day and he told me have sex. I'm not kidding. That's what someone said to me. Have sex was his answer. So I have not followed back up. I was going to say, did he qualify? Uh, I feel like that's... He's not filled out an application yet, but that was the most bizarre (laughs) answer I've ever got to that. He's like, have sex. And then he's like, ha, just kidding. Let me tell you what we actually do for fun. He's like, well, I'm kind of being serious. I'm like, this is now really, really weird. It's a wacko answer. Yeah. So anyway, back to what I was saying. It's like more, you know, getting (laughs) getting systematized with the... uh, with with the software and getting getting everything in order so you can move them from leads to apps to you know under contract to pre-approval to under contract to close and then you can keep following up with people cuz i think a majority of your business now obviously like with your mom doing it for so long comes from referrals so that's from doing a good job and i feel like now i'm finally starting to get referrals from my business too yeah yeah and i mean honestly Yeah, it's a chaotic industry and it's really hard to be organized and so many people are successful in the industry not being organized, but that's just like, so if you're not organized, it's okay, but that's just like something for me, I have to have like a spreadsheet that's color coded because I'm crazy and it's just too hard for me to keep track of stuff, but my mom, you know, has been doing this for 17 years and for the first 15 before I joined her, she would, you know write all of her notes on like the back of a napkin or an envelope that was sitting next to her and she did just fine for herself so yeah it's funny how it all works different for for different people that's for sure and i had something i was going to say and i totally lost my train of thought it's just been one of those weeks and one of those days so you know again this is kind of a last minute thrown together so let's go through um it's a chatty episode i like a chatty episode yeah just kind of catching up following up um so halfway through the year 
let's talk about some of the goals that we set, some of the ones that we accomplished, and then we'll kind of talk through some second half of the year goals, give some people some ideas for hopefully some stuff they can do, whether it be individually familiar, I guess would be the term, family-oriented goals. Familial. Familial. (laughs) Familiar. (laughs) I try to say familiar in a funny way, but yeah. Um, Familiar. No, babe. Okay. Just I can't say going. that fucking word. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like with your spouse, significant other, um, or maybe just with a friend or whatever the case may be. What you got? What's your biggest second half of the year goal? Other than the one like I know personally? Yeah. Oh, you're catching me off guard. I mean, we were looking through these. So I told Hunter I listened to his episode the other day and realized it was halfway through the year and was looking back at my goals. Um feel like I'm pretty on track for so I had to do 250 solid core classes and I've done like 185 so I'll be on track for that one so just keeping that up um reading 20 books hoping to catch up on that at the beach because uh, I think I've only read like six so could do better about that stretching three times a week which we is just like that. a That's complete garbage. joke yeah. because i might maybe stretch like three, three times, times this year, year. Yeah. yeah it's that, so that bad needs to, needs to stop and it's so crazy because we have this conversation i swear like weekly it's no, like my everything in my I'm, life I'm in, would I improve if i would just bit. stretch yeah but i just and i know such that an inconvenience. and then i just still don't do it it's, it's such an inconvenience it's really quite confusing um, cardio one to two times a week, starting that We're with your that. half marathon training. I've been trying to go with Full Hunter. Full marathon training. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Well, disrespect. Watch, watch your mouth. <laughs> sorry. With Hunter's marathon training, I've been trying to, I would say go with him, but I cannot keep up with him these days because I haven't ran consistently in like a year since I uh, tore my labrum in my hip. And now I'm just running for fun because I don't want to get hurt again, but Running just really humbles you when, you know, I feel like I'm in some of the best shape I've been in, you know, like ever, honestly, especially in my, like, adult life. And I went on a run with him a couple of weeks ago for the first time, and I felt like I was 400 pounds and, like, could not break a 10-minute mile. Then the other day, I... I Got like a nine-minute mile, so that was good. But. Yeah, it's very humbling. I will say that's one thing that I did want to talk about. I'll talk about it on another episode, but it's so fun and this is kind of psychotic of me to say but it's so fun to play the mental battles with yourself while you're running like your legs hurt so bad but if you tell yourself your legs don't hurt then they stop hurting it's kind of like the craziest thing ever well nothing beats to like the feeling after a run especially in the summer when you're like so sweaty that's just like the best feeling so i'm i'm not really doing it for any specific reason like i'm hard on myself and competitive and try to break certain paces and then it's like why like i'm not training for anything there's no reason to like kill myself trying to run fast so just been trying to do it more for leisure lately but still yeah now i love the feeling after a run so yeah that's been a big goal of mine for a long time just to do a marathon i write it down every morning so i'm definitely gonna do that i mean i'm already training for it i've already paid for it so i'm absolutely doing it i was gonna say (laughs) you should buy your plane ticket too that'll lock you in yeah, shout out Michael for my training plan. Michael's doing it with me. If anybody listening wants to do a full marathon in December in Dallas, you're more than welcome to join. Yeah, those were mostly like my my personal ones were a lot of fitness related. The other ones are like, you know, the classic saving money and sticking to a budget. I've been saving money this year, but 
a budget just doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to change. Um, but anyway, we do need to stick to a budget better. All right, you got any business um, goals? Business goals. I had a savings goal that I've hit. Um, doing five deals on my own, like my clients and writing the contracts. I've definitely done that. My mom went out of town and was gone for 12 days, so I was running the business on my own. So that was a little out of my comfort zone. I'm very used to obviously having her to like bounce ideas off of and fall back on if I don't know the answer to something. And I was just wanting her to completely unplug from her trip, so I really was kind of doing everything on, on my own with our transaction coordinators. So that was a good learning experience. Um, I mean, I have a salary, or like not a salary, I, I guess I don't make a salary, but I have an income goal, and I'm going to hit that. I You're going to definitely hit that. I, I think I'm about to hit it, which is crazy. Yep, exciting. Yeah, halfway through the year. Um, another I'll business, another business, <laughs> another business goal I had was to stick with a routine um, with social media and like updating my mom's systems because I do work like on back end stuff and kind of as an assistant for her. I've mostly been front facing lately because we've been so busy, but I think I've been good about doing that. Um, and then, yeah, the rest I have are, are like relationship goals. You can go through them a little bit if you want. And then we were talking about some second half of the year goals like you know, Hunter said for us to work on a couple deals together, which we've done. This is the one that we still have that's like left over from last year to get both of our parents together for a dinner. That one keeps, we keep falling short. Yeah, that keeps Everyone's schedule has just been, been tough. Yeah. yeah. More fun date nights. Have you talked about our fun date nights on here? Um, not really, but I think going and doing some sort of weird activity is definitely a good thing to do on a date night. Like we went to an escape room and it was so much fun. We've gone bowling. We should hit like Top Golf or something next. Or yeah. Something like that. We've just been trying to do like activities instead of just going to sit down at a table and just like, you know, Eat going dinner. to dinner. Like we'll go to dinner afterwards or before, but go have a couple drinks and go to the escape room to blast. Yeah, it's been fun. And honestly, like it sounds like a weird thing to do or like something you wouldn't want to do. But we like I've never laughed so hard us doing the escape room. It was like good bonding, honestly, too. The guy was like very impressed by how we work together. He was like, usually couples come in here and like scream at each other. And I felt like we were a good team. It's good bonding for sure. Whether it's friends, family, significant other. It was so it was so fun. We need to go back and try a different room. But we tried the hardest room <laughs> off the bat and we beat it. So it's like... Oh, Hunter was like a wizard in the escape room, which is not surprising if you know him, but... It felt like I was meant to be in an escape room. <laughs> like, you I, are. I almost your personality and like the like way escape. your brain works is literally made for those escape rooms. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, well, kind of wrapping it up, let's... Um, I mean, just for setting second half of the year goals, I think it should be something that's... It's nice to do like a stretch goal and an attainable goal. So like for volume this year for business at the beginning of the year, we had a stretch goal of something that like maybe you'll hit if you have a great year, but you're not expected to hit it. And then like a realistic goal. So I think it's good to set boundaries of like being somewhere in between your realistic goal and your stretch goal. Obviously, if you beat the stretch goal, that'd be great. And that's my goal is my stretch goal. I'm going to beat it. This is going to. Yeah, you are. But I just think it's a good way to do it. And I'll be top five in my company this year. That's yeah, you will be. That's no goal. problem. That's the goal. I'm at yeah. six right now, so I got got some work to do. Oh, that's so good. 
Yeah, I think this is just a good time to check in with yourself. Everyone is so about goals at the beginning of the year. And, okay, now it's been six months. Are you still doing what you said you were going to do? Like, it's just a good little mental check-in. I also think it's why it's so important to be specific with your goals because how are you going to measure, like, okay, now we're halfway through the year. How do you know if you're even on track? Like, that's why I like to you maybe way have ahead a numerical of some goals. goal. So if you're way ahead of some goals, like you are with your 250 solid core classes, like you're at 185, I'm you may need, way to, ahead. may need to up that to 275, though. You know what I mean? Well, like, and to see what you're doing well. Like, we once we went through our goals, we said, like, continue to, you know, prioritize fun date nights and, like, stuff that we're doing well, but we still want to be top of mind yeah just because you're doing them well for six months doesn't mean to slack off now kind of build on it build on that momentum one percent one percent better baby that's what we've been doing all right well (laughs) if you're still listening this far i appreciate you it's been a uh thrown together type of podcast so we're going to get some interviews coming hopefully in july i'm trying to plan some stuff for when i'm at the beach maybe do some in the morning because i'll have some more free time get some on the the schedule and have them saved away for weeks that I do not have an interview. Um, and we'll keep working on that. And then my buddy Matt and I, my business partner, we're going to do a uh, mortgage podcast, a little 10 minutes a week on the market. So not that anyone really listened to this is going to be in the uh, field of listening to mortgage rate updates, but that's coming Maybe soon they too. should. Maybe you should if you're looking to buy a house. So call me, call Nina. If you don't live in Georgia, still call us because I'm licensed in other states and she's got referral partners. So This is up. true. Yeah, and if you want somebody to hold you accountable on your goals, I'm more than happy to. Um, always here if you have any questions or need anything. And uh, appreciate you guys that. tuning in. Love you. Awesome. Yeah, love you guys. <laughs>